And welcome to The Innate Secrets, as we're exploring the different um, lines of affirmation that we have on the innate model in our manifesto. So today I want to look at the uh, statement that I am an innate hacker. This is a place where those who suspect they're innately wise, brilliant and powerful come to learn how to transform their lives. One cognition, one realization and one blinding flash of the obvious at a time. We are the innovators, the record breakers, the world makers and creators of all kinds. We supersede the suppressive worldview of mass ignorance and awaken the strength within. We are waking up to our innate secrets. My name is Dr. Mark Postles and welcome to the Innate Secrets Podcast. So we all have a drive for growth and that is the propensity within life. You know, all life forms have a drive for growth. It wants to grow and develop and uh, then it gets to the point of expiring and then withers away and uh, then comes forth in another form. And that intelligence is smart. The intelligence within, intelligence within is smart. So I guess the question has to be, well, do we have anything to learn from the innate wisdom? Are there any uh, secrets within that can be hacked? And if we can hack something, if we can, if we can get in and find out the, the secret source that makes a certain thing work, uh, then, and we can apply that, then that's sort of the, the, the essence of growth that we're, that we're seeking. We're wanting to know so that we can uh, develop and, and grow uh, as, as a person and as a, as a society. And so that's the question today. Now, does innate have secrets waiting for us to discover? Now, I guess the question on this one is like, are we human beings? Or are we being human? And I think this is a, a huge distinction here. See, if we're a human being and human comes first and the being comes second, then we have a very different viewpoint on life as compared with are we beings first and then humans second. So the being, I would suggest, gives the innate within. And that innate uses the, the clay and the, and the resources uh, to mold the form, you know, the what, whatever substance is around life will turn that into what it needs for its expression, and so the the food that we eat, the 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 uh, all the different components of the food are used by innate to form into what it is that we need. That is the uh, cells and the tissues and the organs of the body for the function of growth and development. Uh, the air that we breathe is combined with the food that we're taking in. The water we take in uh, is mixed with that in the right quantities, in the right order, at the right time, by the right organs, uh, with the right distribution amongst the, amongst the organs proportionate to their needs. And the system then has this self-replicating uh, nature. It looks after its own growth and development and it's dying and it's decompos decomposition. And it allows for uh, development to take place in a controlled and coordinated manner. So we can have a chicken salad for lunch and that will turn into liver cells and skin cells and brain cells and, and, and uh, cause our skin to be 
uh, stronger, our brain to be sharper, our liver to be better at detoxing. And it, it does all that with, with a piece of dead meat and some uh, plants that were alive and now will be dead uh, and it extracts everything it needs out of that. Now, likewise, the, uh, the spirit within a newborn and within a, a developing child, it will look around and will mimic its environment. And so what it's bonded to, being parents, will mimic those. And it will tend to take on the, the value structure of the parents. It will take on the beliefs of the parents. It will take on certain behaviors and, and, and even postural um, presentations and body shapes and body sizes. Uh, the, the child will take that on board because the being is driving it. And, that, and the being drives that, that, that uh, connection. So it's like a, a, a little duck, you know, if it's, if it's uh, orphaned from its mum or and dad then uh, it'll bond to the cat or bond to the dog and it, it thinks it's a cat or a dog you know and it will follow it around and it'll try and bark with a quack and and so forth so that's the nature of, of life uh, nature is always uh, looking to uh, to to model itself on a, uh, to fit into its environment and that's part of that survival thing so nature provides the model, however, for man to invent from as well. So looking back from the other perspective, because our educated brain says, oh, no, we're supreme. We, we know what we, uh, who we are. We're the boss. You know, we're the top of the food chain. But we do that to our peril because nature provides a model for man to invent from. And I think, I, I think it's, it's true to say that every human invention came from innate. Every human invention came from nature. And if you look at, you know, take it back to a time when Indians were, were dragging their triangle of wood with all their belongings on it across the, across the prairies. And they saw this tumbleweed coming past, blown by the wind, rolling along uh, at a speed of knots. You know, what, what was their thinking in that? Was that, was that like, wow, look at, the, look at what nature's presenting to us and look at what, what we're seeing here and look at what we're doing you know, with our educated mind where we've got this tripod that we're trying to uh, haul our worldly goods on. And so you know, there was a development and we, and we took on this thing called a wheel and, and you know, we found we could get further with a wheel. Uh, we, we looked at, at animals and, and we used them for transportation and that was a major uh, observation and utilization of that but then you know we realized that if we put an internal combustion engine together we could get further um, with more horsepower uh, than we had previously uh, we looked at fish and and developed submarines you know we looked at birds and 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 even now I, you know in my time around I, I've seen uh, airplanes develop um, from very crude devices uh, when looking compared to the bird that it was modeled on, it, it was very primitive. It's a very um, um, fragile sort of um, reproduction. In fact, just in recent times, you know, in the last probably 10, 15 years, airplanes have got those winglets on them. And if you look at a, an eagle or hawk or an elegant bird that, that, that glides and, and has uh, a lot of strength in its wing structure, and a lot of stability and can be buffeted by by winds and it holds its line um, that has winglets so it has has tips on its wings that go up and and it's just that our technology hasn't been able to grapple with that and develop it 
but it's been there in nature. And this is the whole point that, that, that these, these forms that we've developed with streamlined cars, you know, that, that have a low drag coefficient, they're, they're, they're mimicked in nature. They're, they're, they're a copy of nature. They're a copy of the innate wisdom, uh, that energy that puts, um, of the being that puts the, uh, the clay into, into a certain form and it knows how to, how, how to create it. And so then we come on, we copy it. We look at, at um, our cities throughout the history of mankind and their, you know, the water reticulation and the sewage systems and so forth. And then you look inside the body and look at even down to a cellular level, you have those very things there right in front of your eyes. They're there, they're, they're the ability to clean itself, the ability to, to, to access fresh um, food is there at a cellular level. And we've just copied that as a human being. We've never, ever been able to create a cell. You know, we haven't created this uh, a living vital cell um, from scratch. We've been able to clone cells and stuff, but they haven't come from nothing. They haven't come from what you had uh, for lunch today with that chicken um, salad. You know, you can't give a, a scientist a, a chicken salad and say, hey, make a liver cell, please. You know, it doesn't, it, it doesn't happen because there's an element that's missing there, and that's that innate wisdom, that innate design. So we look at the natural world and we develop a science around how we can do that too. And that's been the nature of who we are as, as human beings and, and what we're here to do. We're here to respect nature. We're here to, to respect the innate wisdom. That, and we're here to tap in to the innate secrets that are around us and that are part of us and are part of everything that we do. And we're gifted with that. Uh, and we're here as custodians to it too because we're the top of the food chain and we do have the, the ability to destroy it all. We have the ability to to uh, desecrate it all. And we are, you know, the, the things we're doing to our food, the things we're putting into our bodies, the chemicals we're putting into our bodies, the, the DNA we're taking from other species and putting into our bodies. There's a huge desecration of life on this planet. And it's not about the external stuff. I mean, sure, there's a the global warming and, and, and so forth, which is you know, in part a product of our of our lifestyle. It, there's the, the greatest desecration, the desecrating we're doing to our innate, the, the desecration we're doing by virtue of the mental pollutions we're putting into our bodies um, and into our, through our ears and eyes and, and then the physical pollutants that we're putting into our bodies that are allowing them to break down and allowing the innate system to have to adapt. And that adaptation um, is going to be huge in time to come. It's only just beginning uh, and it's going to become quite, a, quite an issue that we're going to, to, to be laden with over a period of time. It's been said that you know, the, the seven generations required to uh, rehabilitate from um, trauma, uh, be it emotionally or physically, and I think we're going to be living through that stage where we're having to repair. Once we stop putting in the pollutants, the innate systems are going to have to cleanse and repair. So anyway, so the, the, the point being is that the, that the being is the prime creator and the human is the secondary creator. And we're amazing creators. But we've got to create with the secondary stuff that the primary creates. So we are creators nonetheless, though. So... The take-home message from this is trust the being, not the human. And within that then, 
uh, hack that innate being, hack that innate wisdom, hack that innate knowledge that that it knows what to do, it knows the right thing to do at the right time, and be aware of that and hack into it and use it, use it for for your advantage and. And, you know, if you don't feel like an extra bit of cheesecake, don't have it. You know, it's it's like uh, if you if you don't feel like uh, doing something, listen to your body and say, is that my educated or my innate speaking? Because the innate may be saying go out and go for a walk and that the educated is saying, oh, stay home and have a beer. You know, what is it that's driving you? Be aware of that and hack into the innate side of it. Hack in, into that life force, into the into the human being, uh, in the being part of the human, rather than into the human part of the being. So that's my message for today, and that's one of our um, the, our um, lines that we use in the manifesto that we have which is a statement of our core values within the innate model and the innate secrets. Let us show you how to fire your brain in ways that serve you so that you can be confident, connected, and bring joy and passion into what you do every day. Get a free copy of my book, The Innate Model. Go to theinnatemodel.com forward slash free book.